June 8, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Yes, and, and as always, Michelle Malkin's favorite clickbait, <laughs> Muller, the fake news dog. <laughs> ah. uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Coming up, fruit bats. Mm. Daniel Ortega. Daniel. God bless America. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's America. Yeah, that's right. EPA, Chick-fil-A, and more. But first, do you like reptiles? Mike? I do. Really? I'm a fan of reptiles. I like horny toad. Yeah, I used to catch horned toads all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I used to see a lot of them around. It's a horned toad. Thank you. It's a lizard. Yes. That's a rough, spiky skin. It's spiky skin. That's and it's fat. Yeah. It's kind of round. Yes. So that's why you... Think of it as a toad. It's, but that's actually a lizard. Frog. I had a horned toad in a cage. Okay. And he was trying to get out. You know, I'm a young guy. I don't know yeah. about being cruel to animals. Right. And my dog nibbled its legs off. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I made a little wheelchair for my horned toad. This week, scientists said they identified the oldest known species of lizard, which lived in what now is the Italian Alps. Oh, they big, lived there yeah. 240 million years ago. These lizards, when Earth had a single continent, Gondwana land, and dinosaurs were brand new. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. Like electric cars. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Wow. Scans of fossilized skeletons of Megachirella. Uh -huh. That's the name of this little lizard. yeah. It's only a half inch, this ancient lizard. Wow was an ancestor of today's lizards and snakes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's amazing. We're still finding stuff. Isn't that amazing? No. Oh, I guess not. I assume that we'll always be finding we'll, stuff. We'll find stuff. Right. NASA's Mars rover Curiosity, mm -hmm. that's the name of this Mars rover, mm -hmm. stuck its nose in the Martian soil and identified a bunch of organic molecules. The carbon base building blocks of life. There's a possibility that the 3.5 billion year old molecules are from an ancient life source. Wow. God is on Mars. <laughs> uh -huh. A new study found plastic waste and toxic chemicals in remote parts of Antarctica. This is not good. Adding to evidence that pollution from human activity is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Single-use plastics now account for nearly 70% of the plastic that we dump into the oceans. This month, we talked about this last week, yes, we did. the European Commission unveiled draft rules that would ban a variety of single-use plastic items, including plastic plates, mm -hmm. plastic straws, mm -hmm. plastic sporks, plastic Jesus. Plastic Jesus. <laughs> Meanwhile, in southern Thailand, a whale that was rescued from a canal eventually died from swallowing 80 plastic bags. In yeah. addition to everything else, yeah, we're wow. choking the planet with plastic. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, it is. And a report revealed that more than 300 whales, 122 of them pregnant, were killed by Japan oh, off the yeah. coast of Antarctica during the countries, during Japan's annual summer hunt. Shame yeah. on you, Japan. In the state of Kerala in South India, the Nipah virus, a brain-damaging pathogen that has no vaccine or cure, 
killed 17 people. The virus naturally resides in fruit bats across South Asia and can spread to humans through contact with the animal's bodily fluids. Uh-oh. Just like General Jack Ripper. Uh-oh. Now, the virus was first identified during an outbreak in 1998 among pig farmers in Malaysia where it killed over 100 people and led to the slaughtering of more than one million pigs. Yeah. The current outbreak probably began when people drew water from a bat-infested well. Ukraine's prime minister insists radiation levels in the capital Kiev and around Chernobyl nuclear power plant are safe. He says, don't worry about it. After a wildfire tore through a forest heavily contaminated by the 1986 reactor meltdown. Oh my God. Scientists say smoke from the fires could contaminate crops up to 100 miles away with enough radioactive isotopes to make them unsafe to eat. Oh no, Mom. There's not an, you. I don't think no, it's no, get, yeah, Mom. Yeah. I don't think so. They're not making dog biscuits out of farm products in yeah, the Ukraine. Yeah. I, I don't think. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, as far as I know, we now have two parts of the world. We have Chernobyl yeah. and we have Fukushima. Yeah. That are constantly producing, continually producing, highly radioactive, toxic material that is going into our environment. With Fukushima, it's the water that's being circulated through there to keep those reactors from melting down. With Chernobyl, it's just existing. We kind of forget about these things, but they're constantly doing bad things to the environment. French President Emmanuel Macron threatened to join with other world leaders to issue a rare rebuke of the U.S., that's us, Yeah. At the G7 Global Summit in Quebec this weekend, Mm -hmm. Macron said Trump could be excluded from joining with the six other leaders in a joint declaration of unity, a move that was meant to isolate Trump's recent trade threats, the tariffs. And that's aimed at our allies, the tariffs. The G7 is Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the U.S. Yes. So we're going to be isolated. Yes. Macron said these six countries represent values. Mm-hmm. That's without the U.S. So right. he's really right. kind of laying it down. Right. Macron and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada called Trump's tariffs an illegal economic assault on their countries. Right. I bet Putin's happy because Trump now wants Russia to join in to the G7. There's some secret negotiations going on right now for a summit between Trump and Putin. That got leaked a couple of days ago. Separately, no one matches our economy except the Chinese now. But together, the EU, in terms of GDP, is close to the United States. Yeah. And you throw in Canada. No, you check, call them the G6. Yeah. You throw in Canada into that mix. You've yeah. got a greater GDP than we do. Oh, yeah. The economic impact can be catastrophic. Just take Europe. Yeah, just take Europe. They, they come close to us. They do. You throw in Canada. You throw in Canada. Trump now wants to include Russia, as I said, which makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. We've been investigating this collusion with Russia where there's no collusion. And yet, who's benefiting by Trump being an ass? Right. It's Putin. Just look at what you see in front of your face. It sure does look like Trump's colluding with Russia. In Slovenia. Yeah. An anti-immigration nationalist party got the most votes in a parliamentary election. The jackboots are trying to form a coalition government, but moderate groups started separate meetings to form a coalition of their own. Yanez Yancha's anti-immigrant Slovenian Democratic Party. That's an unfortunate thing to call yourself. Oh boy, is it. 
won 25% of the vote, or 25 seats, which means Yansha needs the support from other parties in the 90-member parliament to become prime minister. Mm -hmm. So there's a tug-of-war going on over there in Slovenia mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, that's in a victory for gay rights, the European Union's highest court ruled that all 28 member countries must recognize same-sex marriages in questions of residency rights and afford foreign spouses of EU citizens the right to live and work in the European Union. Yeah, that's a howl out. That is a European that's a howl out right from, from uh, Mahler. I, I'm sure the polls in a couple other countries are not very happy about this, but yeah. you know. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? In Jordan, anti-austerity protests continued despite the resignation of Prime Minister Hani Al-Molke, who had pushed for the income tax increases backed by the International Monetary Fund. Okay. Education Minister Omar Al-Razaz is on deck to serve as the next Prime Minister. He formerly worked for the World Bank. So the yeah. rich get richer over there. Tunisia's defense ministry says at least 46 refugees died when their boat sank off Tunisia's coast. Mm -hmm. The refugees were from Tunisia and other African nations and were headed towards Sicily. The UN says at least 600 refugees have died crossing the Mediterranean God. this year. In Nicaragua, at least six people were killed over the weekend amid escalating anti-government protests. More than 110 people have been killed in the protests so far, the majority by security forces or paramilitary groups loyal to Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega. What would Joe Strummer say? <laughs> okay. Daniel, Yeah. what a disappointment you are. Sir. Yes, I know, yeah. I know. News from Bombing Countries is brought to you by the Military Industrial Complex. Killing is not just an idea, it's pardonable. In Afghanistan, 14 people were killed when a suicide bomber blew up a gathering of religious leaders in Kabul. The clerics and religious scholars had just declared suicide bombing a sin and the ongoing war in Afghanistan illegal under Islamic law when the bomber exploded. ISIS claimed responsibility. After the attack, Afghan President Ashraf Ghani announced an unconditional ceasefire with the Taliban to last until June 20th. That's interesting. Yeah. For a long time, they've been talking about the Taliban as being a willing and viable partner in straightening out this insanity that's been going on in Afghanistan. So there are elements within the Taliban. This is probably heresy to say out loud, but apparently there are elements within the Taliban willing to negotiate some kind of a settlement, peace agreement, power sharing, who knows. Yeah. In Gaza, Israeli forces shot and killed the cousin of the 21-year-old Palestinian medic Razan al-Najjar, who was shot and killed by an Israeli sniper last Friday. The Israeli military, which has killed at least 120 Palestinians and wounded over 13,000 more amid the Palestinians' nonviolent Great March of Return, is claiming Razan was armed with an axe. Yeah. So they shot him. Once again, we talked about this before. This is a story that's not being covered at all. Hundreds of people are dying, have died, and thousands are wounded, and nobody is covering this. Yeah, and NBC. they're being killed by our ally. By our allies, the one that we are most strongly supporting with our military. Well, and exacerbating the situation by relocating our embassy Yes. In a very controversial spot. That kind of kicked off this whole craziness. 
The Trump administration is considering providing direct U.S. military support toward the Saudi-led offensive to seize control of Yemen's port city, Hudaydah. The United Arab Emirates, which is part of the Saudi-led coalition fighting Houthi rebels in Yemen, has appealed to the Trump administration to provide the direct support in the ongoing war that has killed 15,000 civilians, sparked the world's worst cholera epidemic, and pushed the country to the brink of famine. Let's make cholera great again. Yeah, that's yeah, and also and all of this. Yes, Mueller. All of this with U.S. support and all of this, in not my opinion, is because the Saudis want another port. Yeah. Because going through the Straits of Hormuz with their oil is not a good idea. So this is what they're after. They're after another outlet for shipping their oil out of the country. Yeah, and that never gets to any mainstream uh, news kicker at all. No. It, it's, it's, it's always like religious differences. Right. Iran's involved. We yeah. barely talk about the Saudi involvement, and we don't talk about the fact that we're providing material support to the Saudis, who in a sense are committing genocide. Yeah. In it's generally about extractable resources. Exactly. If this news outrages you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to settle your hash? <laughs> Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. You can use PayPal. You can be our hero. That's KUCI.org. Rose in the news. Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Sheldon. Scientists developed an experimental drone system that uses artificial intelligence to detect violent actions in crowds. The AI's algorithm recognizes typical violent motions like punching, kicking, mm. Shooting, wearing New York Yankee hats. Well, how is that a violent motion? It's an indication of potential violence, in my opinion. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> I could get into it right now with you. Uh, don't, because we're doing a show. Well, you brought it up. Uh, don't, don't do it. It's a baseball team. Even if they get paid lots and lots of money, mm-hmm. they're playing baseball. They're playing baseball. And a if they ge- beat your team, a very it's baseball. It's still baseball. It's baseball. And baseball players at the end of the game... They're having a good time. They are. They're going off season. Exactly. They're eating snacks and drinking beer. Mm-hmm. They got their little doggies. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. They're going to, yeah, yeah. They're going this, to Aruba. It's not comparable yeah. to a violent motion. That's true. It's just You're right. I, baseball. I have been educated. Thank you, Nathan, for that. So they got these drones. Yeah. And they have artificial intelligence now that can recognize what they think are violent actions, Mm -hmm. but they did the test in sterile conditions, you know, open ground, generous spacing between the people, and dramatic movements, you know, so if you're stabbing somebody, you know, it's like you're you're raising your arm way back with a knife and you're gouging somebody, like people did when Kevin Durant sank that That long 38-footer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just like that. A dagger! That was a a violent act on his part. Yeah, Yeah, it was. No, no, I mean, people, you know, when they see that, they do the dagger in the chest thing. I know, and and they cut the throat thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's awful. So as is, the drone might mistake an innocent gesture for an attack. Mm. And not only that, but dictatorial governments like ours, Mm -hmm. they could use that as an excuse to fly over crowds, 
Get some face recognition software. Right. And start dropping, spraying them with stuff or whatever. Or just compile a record right. that you were at a place where it appeared that there was a violent act mm -hmm. made by someone who is near you that you talked to later. Right. I'm very fond of flipping people off. Yeah. That's my go-to. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Like right now, you have no idea how many times I flipped you off because. Really? Yeah. You have I no idea. Care. I honestly yeah, don't care. Right. But don't be frightened. But you Mahler. might think it was violent. This will make you happy, Mahler. Don't worry. Don't pay attention to Mike. It was announced that four people were rescued. Four people were rescued by drones in three separate incidents on two continents on a single day. Whoa! That was last Thursday, May 31st. Because of drones. Because of drones. Wow. Yep. That's nice. Number one, police in the UK used a drone with a thermal imaging camera to find a missing semi-conscious man on the edge of a steep cliff face. Yep. Okay. That's right, Mahler. Number one. Okay. And number two, an Indiana fire department dropped a life vest to a criminal suspect who had fled into a lake and was struggling to stay afloat. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was a criminal. Now we can execute. <laughs> you have a good, fair trial. We don't know he was really, you know, doing anything. We don't know. And number three and four, public safety agencies in Hill County, Texas, dropped a life vest to a mother and her 15-year-old daughter who were stranded in a rising river and didn't know how to swim. Yeah, Mahler. Thank Good. you, oh. drone. Thank you for your your support of drones, Mahler, and yeah. your drone club, and yeah. everything all that you do for all of things. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. This brings the total number of people rescued by drones around the world to at least 133. Uh oh. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com/slash KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com on Twitter at KUCIFM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University KUCI. 88.9 FM. Mm. That's right. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, here we are. <laughs> oh, Mahler. Has he, he's really working that, that, uh, yeah, toy, that, yeah, chew yeah, toy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's really gotten, yeah. He's getting good at it. While most news was focused on Trump not being able to sing God Bless America. Yeah. <laughs> Eight states had primary elections, including California. It was a big night for female candidates in uh, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. Former Democratic state leader Deb Haaland won her congressional Democratic primary, putting her on track to become the first Native American congresswoman in U.S. history. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She opposes Trump's border wall and advocates for the abolition of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency. Wow. Iowa Democrats Cindy Axney and Abby Finkenauer won. Both will face incumbent Republican candidates holding vulnerable seats in Congress in the November elections. But the two women have widespread support. They might win in. Yeah. Iowa has never before sent a woman to the U.S. House of Representatives. So, uh, so really? it might be a double first. Wow. Yeah. Is that true? They've never sent a woman? Never. Oh, my God. And in South Dakota, Congresswoman Christy Nome won the Republican gubernatorial primary, making her likely to become South Dakota's first female governor. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
There's a hollow from our you good friend. You go, girls. Yeah, yeah there it is. come now. Okay. Yeah. Come on. And on the men's side, Minnesota Congressmember Keith Ellison announced he's running for attorney general in Minnesota. Ellison is the first Muslim elected to Congress in the United States. He also serves as the deputy chair of the Democratic National Committee. Yes. He was Bernie's choice to be the, the yeah. chairman of the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bernie. In California. Democratic California Senator Dianne Feinstein won her primary race. Yes. She will face fellow Democrat Kevin DeLeon. He got into that second slot. Yeah, okay. he snuck in. Okay. I was 44% for her, 11% for him. Yeah, that doesn't tell. Yeah. yeah. Things could shake people, up well, For a people bit who here. don't know, in California, it's the top two. It doesn't matter what party you're in. It's the yeah. top two finishers in the primary face each other So we have two Democrats, and DeLeon yeah. is much more liberal. Yes, he is. And he could team up with Newsom, and yes. uh, Al Feinstein could team up with his Cox. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, probably a more natural partnership yeah, than I'd it would be. So. Gavin did, in fact, endorse DeLeon in the primary. Yeah. yeah so. I'm saying that for a reason. Yeah. Judge Aaron Persky was recalled from office two years after he sentenced Stanford University swimmer Brock Turner to a way-week six-month prison term for sexually assaulting an unconscious woman behind yeah. a dumpster. Yeah. Got witnesses good... and everything yeah. on this. Yeah. Persky said he was concerned a longer sentence would screw up Turner's life, who is white, and he goes to Stanford. Yeah. Persky later gave a harsher sentence to a Latino man who committed a similar crime. It is the first time since 1932 that California voters have chosen to recall a sitting justice. And I don't think it's a good idea. As much as I don't like this guy, I know. what you're going to do is have judges yeah. now be concerned that they're making a call right. that won't offend anybody, even though Bursky, I believe, was wrong. Yes. It might Let's get that it on the record. very well happen yeah, yeah. in the future yeah. where the justice has a good reason to say that someone is innocent of something, but he'll back off a bit because he's afraid he'll be recalled. Yes, yes, yes. All those things you said. Didn't think it was a good decision the way it went down with the guy from Stanford. Says yeah. same. California voters unseated a sitting state senator in midterms, denying state Democrats a supermajority and setting up a statewide battle this fall over a gas tax increase. Republicans said the recall showed Democrats are vulnerable after they successfully targeted Democratic state Senator Josh Newman's vote to raise gas taxes last year. Mm -hmm. A Republican-backed effort to repeal the gas tax is likely to be on the November ballot. Even though we need money to fix our roads, right? Yes. Do we not need money to fix and our I can, roads? And I can give you the backstory, having worked at County Public Works. The reason is because our cars have become more efficient. Gasoline prices went down. Yeah. We are now suffering a deficit in our ability to maintain roads and build more roads. We, yeah. And we desperately need to maintain and improve our infrastructure. This was the only solution, viable solution, that and we had. And gas pollutes, too. And gas pollutes. So and why we, not tax it? And also, right, it also hopefully drive people to buy more electric cars, which will yeah. create a better environment for all of it's us. It's the 21st century, goddammit. Yes. What are you, living in a cave? No. Those Republican ice holes. Yeah. They're sitting in their caves. That's right. They want to go back to shotguns in the desert. Yes, they do. And drive stagecoaches. Mm-hmm. Stop pushing the costs of the present onto future generations. I agree. Let's take responsibility here. Exactly. We're polluting the planet. That's right. We're screwing up the roads. Let's fix stuff. Aren't they the party of personal responsibility? Yeah. God damn it. 
While most news was fixated on the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles snubbing Trump's White House invitation and Trump disinviting them. What a dumpster fire this little event was. The U.N. slammed the U.S. for its practice of separating migrant children from their parents at the border, saying the practice violates international law. It does. Yeah. It's unconscionable. Entry into a country without the right papers should be at most an administrative offense, and it certainly does not warrant jailing children, the U.N. said. Senator Merkel tried to get into that detention center. They wouldn't let oh, him yeah. in. Yeah. Some woman who's worked there or been through there as a reporter, I guess she went through there, said it's, they have cages, yeah. literally cages that they've put these people in. Yeah. There are 600 immigrant children who have just last month been separated yeah. from their parents. Yeah. In San Diego, California, a federal judge ruled that an ACLU lawsuit challenging Trump's policy of separating children may proceed. Good. U.S. District Judge Dana Sabra dismissed a Trump administration challenge to the suit, saying that, if true, the conduct alleged in the suit is brutal and offensive. Meanwhile, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency raided a gardening and landscaping company in Ohio and detained 114 undocumented immigrants. They're expected to face criminal charges. And this is just going to get worse. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And Trump and Sessions say it plays to our base. They don't care. It pays to their racist base. You mean the, the ignorant people? Well, yes. There's new scandals for EPA Administrator Potscrewit. <laughs> did I call him Potscrewit? You did. I'm and in Scott I, Pruitt. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. That's okay. I always do that. Gets, <laughs> I don't know why. He gets stuck in my craw. Yeah, well, yeah. he does get stuck in everyone's craw. Yeah, it go. was revealed that Screwit attended a University of Kentucky basketball game last December in seats belonging to Joseph Kraft III, a billionaire coal executive who wants to wipe out Obama-era rules that make air cleaner by limiting coal production. That's right. We don't want to have the air clean, do we? No, No. we don't need that kind of nonsense. It was also revealed that Screwit had one of his top officials go apartment hunting for him in violation of federal ethics standards. (laughs) It was also revealed that Screwit had his scheduler contact the chief executive of Chick-fil-A. This is his EPA scheduler. Right. To try to set up a personal meeting to get Screwit's wife, Marilyn, to a Chick-fil-A franchise. Yeah. Mahler likes Chick-fil-A. It, right. Even though well, Mahler, it's not really weren't they weren't they weren't eat. the founders of Chick-fil-A like vocally and vociferously opposed to gay rights, oh, and gay yeah. marriage yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They spent a lot of money and time and effort and Screw it. The scheduler, Mellon Hupp, resigned. Hupp was also instructed to get Screw It a used mattress from the Trump International Hotel. Mm-hmm. In 2015, curiously, a the mattress. mattress company Serta dumped Trump's mattress line. There used to be Trump oh mattresses at the uh, International Hotel there. Oh. When Trump called Mexicans rapists, that's yeah. why Serta dropped the line. Yeah. So I think what's going on is Screwit wants a Trump mattress. <laughs> Meanwhile, a federal judge ruled Screwit must produce evidence to back his claims that humans are not the primary cause of climate change. Oh, I gotta see. So this. he's gonna require some lying and some BS is what some that's real do. lying, some real yeah. good lying. Yeah. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of a Colorado baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple because he's a fundamentalist Christian. In the 7-2 decision, the justices faulted the Colorado Civil Rights Commission's handling of the claims brought against baker Jack Phillips, saying the commission had shown a hostility to religion. 
no gay cakes if you insult a person's religion. In other words, uh, yeah. Anthony well, Kennedy wrote this. The ruling yeah, stopped yeah. short of setting a major precedent, I though. It it's kind of like the Bush-Gore decision. It's only for this one particular case. I know. So I'm kind of curious what this sets up for the Muslim ban, because the Supreme Court's taken that on. Uh, now, is that hostility to religion? Well, yeah. good point. Yeah, And, and, yeah, and if this true. baker had been, say, Muslim, and yeah. he refused to make a cake yeah. for a Jewish man. How would that yeah. have affected the a court's Jewish decision? Couple. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, we'll see. We'll see yeah, what yeah. kind of circuitous reasoning the Supreme Court will use to get around this one. Trump continued to attack special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation, tweeting, the appointment of the special counsel is totally unconstitutional! <laughs> Exclamation point. They were all caps there. On the I, end. Sure yeah. they were. Dr. Einstein continued <laughs> tweeting crap, as has been stated by numerous legal scholars, I have the absolute right to pardon myself. <laughs> pardon there was all caps. Yeah. No, you don't. This is no, you very don't. concerning that this he is... keeps asserting these things that are just well, made up. And what he's doing is driving a horrific wedge between people who think yes. and people who just listen to authoritarian leaders. Yes, exactly right. There's only one official opinion on whether a president can pardon himself. In August 1974, the acting head of the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel wrote, it would seem Nixon could not pardon himself a few days later nixon resigned yeah that was his last gasp yeah he thought he'd throw that out there i am president so if i do it it's not illegal yeah. and i think i could pardon myself and everybody went no you can't trump's lawyer and nosferatu lookalike oh. rudy giuliani also claimed that trump has the power to pardon himself Giuliani made the claim only one day after the New York Times published a 20-page letter written by Trump's lawyers to Mueller claiming Trump is above the law. In the letter, they claim Trump's actions by virtue of his position as the chief law enforcement officer could neither constitutionally nor legally constitute obstruction because that would amount to obstructing himself. Well, so what? Yeah. He obstructs himself all the time. Yes. Why can't he do it here? Right, exactly. How is that? unconstitutional just because and that if he could if he wished terminate the inquiry or even exercise his power to pardon if he so desired that's what his lawyer said no no if we were at a time of severe constitutional crisis a civil war a, a, some kind of existential threat to the united states which was present when abraham lincoln suspended habeas corpus and he was admonished by the Supreme Court for doing that. He acted illegally, but it was an extraordinary set of circumstances, and he was an extraordinary leader. Well, and, Trump's citing national security. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. his particular security is a threat, and he considers himself apparently the nation now. Federal prosecutors for Mueller accused Trump's former campaign chair, Paul Manafort, of attempting to tamper with the witnesses in the federal tax and money laundering case against yes. him. Manafort is accused of breaking federal lobbying tax and money laundering laws. Yeah. Meanwhile, in a new survey, a majority of Americans are stupid. 59% say Mueller's investigation has not uncovered evidence of any crimes, even though in reality... Indictments... In Indictments, guilty pleas. Mueller has already gotten five guilty yeah. pleas, yeah. 17 criminal indictments. 
Then what time did stupid become so popular? I think Fox News. No, think, it is. I it's think Fox, that has a lot to do with it. It's Fox News. It's talk radio. That's right. My, but my favorite story of the week is Manafort because if there's one thing that prosecutors across the board, across all ideologies, go absolutely ape crap over is tampering with witnesses. Yeah. They, they go nuts. And well, there is calling a, them up and telling them to change their minds. It's sort of the X day, X day, you know, yeah. it nay kind of way, too. And so he is effed and Good. he's going to roll because they're going to put him in real prison now. They're revoking his stay-at-home sauna bathtub prison for real prison now. Into the barrel, Paul. Yeah, yeah. exactly. White House Budget Director Mike Mulvaney fired the entire advisory board of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau in the latest move by the Trump administration to render the agency toothless so corporations can rip consumers off. <laughs> This comes after Mulvaney, who serves as acting director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, requested no money, mm. zero bucks, mm -hmm. to fund the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. As a Republican Congress member from South Carolina, Mulvaney repeatedly voted in favor of bills that would have eliminated protecting you. <laughs> a consumer. He doesn't want that. He, he wants does. every corporation to be able to screw you. Yeah. And all the fine print that nobody reads that's screwing you with the, yeah. the well, all the arbitration, all that stuff. He wants more of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Molly. Yeah. The Trump administration struck a deal with Chinese telecom giant ZTE to end American sanctions. The deal includes a $1 billion penalty against ZTE and a U.S. chosen compliance team. <laughs> You think it, it sounds like a good thing, but I got to believe that something's going to happen here with a billion-dollar penalty that's not going to be really a billion-dollar right, penalty. Right, right. During Trump's tour of FEMA, he did not mention a new study that found Hurricane Maria killed more than 4,600 people in Puerto Rico, 70 times the official toll. Yeah. Of course he didn't. Trump did, though, make the claim that the U.S. Coast Guard saved 16,000 people who sailed into the Gulf of Mexico to watch Hurricane Harvey. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was Hurricane Harvey when it struck Texas last year. The Coast Guard says there's no evidence. <laughs> oh, my God. The Texas governor said there's no evidence of this. That's because Trump's a lying sack of crap. Oh That's God. really where it's at right oh now. We God. have a, a president who lies about everything. Politicians lie. We've said this before, yeah. but they lie about political People things. They position themselves. The too much. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump's uh -oh. relentlessly stupid and distracting. He called up Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And at one point he told them, oh, yes. Didn't you guys burn down the White House? Jesus. He says this to the Canadian Prime Minister. No that's, dumb that's shit. It's the War of 1812. That yeah. was the British. Why and why? Why? Why would you say such a thing anyway? Why would you? So so we talk about it. I guess he likes this kind yeah, of attention. Yeah, just, yeah. What a jackass! <laughs> if you're listening, sir, 18, yeah. go f yourself. <laughs> that's right. Seriously. Yeah. Really, we're not kidding. Yeah. And if you don't have the guts to come over here, and I'll f you up. <laughs> The Miss America pageant will no longer judge contestants based on their physical looks, Mike. Okay. This is a shame. Yeah. And will no longer include the swimsuit competition, <laughs> which really disappoints Mahler <laughs> yeah. and I. This is uh, about all we had going yeah. for us. You Bunch know. of head left, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, nah, that's probably good, but why even have it? Yeah. Why not just 
give women more Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah, exactly. The whole idea of a beauty pageant. In December, the entire leadership of the Miss America organization was forced to resign after the Huffington Post published the series of emails where the organization's CEO and its employees referred to the women contestants as feckless Ivankas. (laughs) That's what they called them. Yeah, well, whatever uh, Samantha B called Ivanka. That's, yes, yeah. yes, feckless, that's what they yeah, called and malcontents. Yeah. Yes, yes. They called former winner Gretchen Carlson a snake. Ooh, who cares anyway? A snake, yeah. and shamed another former winner about her weight gain. That's what they do. It's like high school. Yeah, it's like a yeah. really bad Beverly Hills High School movie. And finally, yeah, and finally. Yeah. At the Mile High Spirits and Distillery in Denver, an off-duty FBI agent was breakdancing and in a handstand when he accidentally shot a man in the leg. (laughs) The gun fell out, right? It went off. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.